In the name of Jesus, amen. Give us this day our daily bread. Well, it is of the essence of God's fatherhood that he does what? It's that he daily and richly provides for you by giving you your daily bread. Now, all of you who trust in God the Father for every good gift, who know him to be a good and gracious father, you are not anxious about food, drink, or clothing, because such anxiety is the way of the unbeliever who does not know God's goodness. In the New Testament, you remember this, don't you? Jesus categorically tells us all, do not be anxious, saying, what shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? <clears throat> Jesus says this because anxiety <clears throat> is unbelief. Anxiety is the nervous, uneasy, panicky, and worried way of life that comes about when our false gods, when our idols fail us. Remember also that Jesus says this in the New Testament. He says, seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things shall be yours as well. This is the agenda for prayer as Jesus teaches us to pray. We are then to hallow God's name on our lips and on our lives. We are to beg him to bring his kingdom to us as he lords the death and resurrection of the Good Friday King Jesus over our sin. We are to ask that God's will be done to save us over and against the will of the devil, the world, and our sinful flesh that would destroy us. And then we are to pray what? Give us this day our daily bread. I can't emphasize enough the order. Remember? It's fourth petition. You ask for daily bread after. Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. Get it? But we always reverse it. Don't we? How do I know that? I'll tell you how I know that. Because I hear people talk to me all the time and they say this, Pastor, I've got to get my bank account in order above all things. Pastor, I have to get my career in order first. The priority of my life, Pastor, is working on my house because I've got to sell it. Pastor, I have to spend time with my spouse and have quality family time. And foremost, pastor, I have to put daily bread on my table, and then, and only then, will I consider things that God is concerned about, like hallowing his name, etc., etc. That's not how faith talks. That's how unbelief talks. If you talk and act like that, you need to repent, and you need to believe properly. Now, while I'm at it, <clears throat> I want to teach you another important biblical truth, and it's this. God gives daily bread to everyone, even without our prayer, and even to all wicked people. Jesus says this in Matthew 5. He, namely God, sends rain on the just and on the unjust. So, in other words, your non-Christian neighbor's lawn, hopefully if we get some rain, is just as green as yours in the summer. Maybe it's even greener, I don't know. Point is, is that believer and unbeliever are not differentiated by being given daily bread. What differentiates the believer from the unbeliever is thanksgiving. So we pray in this petition that God would lead us to realize this, that all that we have are gifts from God and then receive our daily bread with thanksgiving.
you remember the story in the New Testament with 10 lepers? Do you remember that? It's always the gospel reading for Thanksgiving. <laughs> How many lepers were healed by Jesus? 10. Nine went all the way back to the priests and back to their lives. But only one had faith to turn around and say what? Thank you, Jesus. This is why Jesus teaches us all to pray, give us this day our daily bread, so that we will realize he's the one who gives it to us, and then we will do what? Give him thanks. Now, what does bread deal with? Bread includes everything that has to do with the support and needs of the body. Like what? Cheeseburgers and french fries. Gatorade, Levi's, Nike tennis shoes, a house, a home, land, animals, money, goods. Daily bread is also family life as well because family is the fundamental unit and the building block of society. And so when you pray, give us this day our daily bread, that includes having a devout husband, a devout wife, and devout children. Daily bread also is economic life as well. Daily bread includes the economic community in which every person has a role and place in bringing the produce of the ground to each and every member of the community. And that then involves devout workers, devout and faithful rulers, and good government. In order for us to receive daily bread, the order of the creation must be maintained. And so the petition for bread is also a prayer for good weather, peace, health, self-control, good reputation, good friends, neighbors, and the like. Give us this day our daily bread. So in this petition, we pray that God would grant us food on the table, clothing to wear, a roof over our heads, and that he would preserve our families from the evils of unfaithfulness in marriage, divorce, drugs, drunkenness, disobedience. Give us this day our daily bread. With this petition, we are also praying for our rulers and earthly authorities, whether you like them or not. What matters is that through them, God would grant us peace and protection. When you pray for daily bread, you are praying for your community, that we would learn to live in peace so that all of our neighbors would have their daily bread. Give us this day our daily bread. When you pray this petition, you are praying for protection against what? Flood, drought, famine, fire, poison, pollution, pestilence, hail, destructive winds. You pray against greedy employers who lay off their workers for profit. You pray against lazy and complacent workers who will not put in honest days work for daily bread. What do we hear all the time? People don't want to, yeah, hear it all the time. And when you pray this petition, you are praying against anarchy and rebellion, against violence and bloodshed. And with this petition, we also pray for the poor. We pray that the hearts of the rich, the wealthy among us, their hearts would be opened wide, to use the biblical language of our Lord, that those whose barns are already filled with grain would not seek to big, build bigger barns and bigger bank accounts 
in order to store up their surplus as the rich fool did. Remember, Jesus talks about this. But would rather deposit their excess daily bread in the empty mouths of the poor and the hungry. Jesus teaches in this petition to pray for all these things. And as we pray this petition, we realize something. We realize that God is the giver of every good gift that we have in our life. And we also realize that he has given these gifts only out of his fatherly divine goodness and mercy without any merit or worthiness on our part. Seriously. I mean, if you think that what you have in your life, that you deserve it, I got news for you because God can take it away from you tomorrow. Everything you have is a gift from God for you just simply to use on his behalf. I know that's hard to understand, but it's the truth. So here's another point I want you to consider. If God, for just one second, would withdraw his hand from us, nothing in our lives would prosper. Nothing in our lives would last. Not your work, not your business, not your fields, not your crops, not our coinage, not our bank accounts, our families, communities, our nation, everything. I've got one final point to make. I know you're ready for me to quit, but it's this. In the Lord's Supper, isn't this amazing? In the Lord's Supper, ordinary daily bread is pressed into service by our Lord Jesus Christ to be at one and the same time the extraordinary bread of his crucified, risen, and ascended body. <laughs> In the Lord's Supper, daily bread and living bread of life are eaten together as one, temporal and eternal. This is why we pray the Lord's Prayer at the altar right before we receive what? Every Sunday. The Lord's Prayer. Have you ever wondered that? The altar is the dinner table of the church, the baptized family of God. And there the church is gathered to eat, what? The living bread that has come down from heaven. Jesus, you remember in John 6 said, the bread which I shall give for the life of the world is my flesh. And so the church prays, oh, give us this living bread from above. Give us to eat our share in the blessed sacrament from which we may eat today and live forever. So brothers and sisters, in the Lord's Supper, Jesus gives you with the bread his body, crucified, risen, and ascended. And with the wine, his blood shed for you. He offers himself for the life of the world on the cross. And then he offers himself to you in the supper for your forgiveness, life, and salvation. Oh, Jesus is true, living, and life-giving bread. Daily bread in the ultimate sense. And in the strength of that living bread, that's where you do your, your daily work. In other words, whatever it is that God has given you to do. Wherever it is he has given you to do it, you do it. And then you receive your daily bread with thanksgiving, praying what? Our Father, give us this day our daily bread. In the name of Jesus.